Dorian, good afternoon. Before we start our conversation, I would like to introduce you to, to, the, to the group. So um, Doyle is our currently serving as our Director of Nursing Program Research. He has been a nurse for over 27 years. 17 years is um, uh, out of the 27, 17 years he's been working in the nursing research arena. He is responsible for assisting in the oversight and direction of the research professional community, which manage the clinical trials here at MD Anderson and are responsible for ensuring compliance and patient safety. Doyle is a very strong advocate within the MD Anderson for the clinical trial research professional role and discovering new approaches um, and practices in advancing the research community into the future. He's He's in charge in bringing together the research community and the frontline staff through collaboration and education to ensure clinical trial compliance, delivering excellent, excellent care to patients on clinical trials and per, uh, preserving patient uh, safety. So Doyle, as a, as a director of uh, our research community at MD Anderson, can you um Tell us more of your uh, role in the research community. So my charge as director of nursing in the clinical research program is to ensure that I bring um, the research community together with the frontline staff to ensure that both sides understand um, what it takes to provide patient care, patient safety uh, for those patients that are, that are accrued on our trial, on our studies. Um, it is important that both sides understand um, how that, that uh, patient care is delivered. So the research community needs to understand that when they have a clinical trial and it has requirements, we need to, to discuss with the frontline staff, is this a realistic expectation of the frontline staff to implement these requirements? Um, because sometimes it may not be realistic. They may want a clinical study, as an example, may want um, vital signs every five minutes for an hour. Well, that's just not uh, realistic for the frontline staff to do because of all the other requirements uh, for patients they, they have to do. So my job is to make sure that both sides understand um, if a clinical trial can realistically be implemented and if it can, but it needs to be tweaked with those requirements um, can we come together and decide what is a uh, realistic and, and valid way to implement those requirements? And that requires education, that requires um, um, being collaboration, that requires both sides understanding the role that each, each have within the institution, because it takes all of us to um, provide those clinical trials and make sure that they are um, completed in order to provide new therapies for, for patients all over the world. Thank you, Doyle. So one of the initiatives um, of you and your team is this uh, uh, research protocol fact sheets. I would like you to um, maybe give us an explanation how, what is the role of the research nurse and what is the role of the clinical nurse, uh, you know, uh, giving out the chemotherapy in the bedside or outpatient? What, what is the role of the, these types of nurses? So the research protocol fact sheets came about 
actually from the request of the frontline staff because there was some confusion about all, all the protocols. MD Anderson has on a routine basis every year, 5,000 new re, uh, protocols that come out. And so, you know, it became a little bit um, unrealistic to expect frontline staff. As an example, a frontline staff may have 10 patients for that day sharing with another nurse and those 10 patients may be on 10 different protocols. So they would have to know the requirements of 10 different protocols. And each protocol may have, if you look at the actual protocol, may be two or 300 pages long. So the expectation, you know, the burden placed on them was really heavy. So at their request, they, they re requested, could we come up with something from the research community to help them at the bedside um, to provide patient care and adhere to the protocol requirements. So what we did was we went back, we had a meeting, we had a, um, made a committee and we took their recommendations from them. They wanted, what they wanted was a quick reference, one page only guide that would help them provide care at the bedside. Um, this uh, one page needed to be uh, accessible 24 seven to anybody because these patients can show up on the weekends and at night. Um, and it needed to have contact information for, for if there were questions, um, they could reach out and ask. So what we did was um, we created a one page, um, what we call protocol fact sheet, which is just a quick reference guide for each study, individual study that had the requirements they, what they wanted, such as contact list, objectives of the uh, study, um, the drugs that were being administered, the special requirements, not, this is not a treatment plan. These are just special nuances of the, of the uh, trial that they would need to know. Um, and um, uh, side effects, potential side effects, if there were any that they should be aware of, uh, which these elements are not in a treatment plan. So what we did was we, we got their approval. They, they liked the, the one page fact sheet. We then had to put it in the electronic medical record because that was the only way that they would be able to access it. So we, we created a platform, a link to uh, our, our medical record, which is Epic, that the protocol fact sheet would flow into every time a patient was placed on a protocol, that fact sheet would be then associated with that patient in um, their medical record, the nurse, physician, whoever could go into that patient and they could pull up that fact sheet, have it right there. They could actually print it out, carry it with them. They could actually print it out and give it to the next nurse who was coming in on the later shift. So it was very mobile. It was very easily accessible. And we have a process that, that goes through um, every protocol that's submitted must have one of these protocol fact sheets before it is activated. You cannot activate a new protocol without this fact sheet. And that's to ensure that we have, have taken every effort to help the frontline staff provide care for our patients that are on these clinical trials. Yes, as a, um, one of the uh, research nurses and uh, uh, my team uh, creates these fact sheets and it's truly, truly very helpful for our um, 
colleagues in, in, in the infusion area uh, a very quick guide for them to use if they have questions about the, the type of uh, treatment that the, um, they're infusing or they're giving to our patients. So let me switch gear here, Doyle. So I know you've been, you may, I mentioned earlier, you've been in a research uh, arena for 14, uh, for 17 years. Actually, I've been in research for 14 years and still I, I feel like every single day it's a new day and it's very interesting. It's a new type of nursing. So for, uh, for our listeners, can you um, give us your experience or do you think the new nurses or like graduate nurses, is this some something that they can look forward to in working and, you know, um, the type of nursing that they can do? I think that one of the one one of the best things about the nursing profession is its diversity. There are so many opportunities for nurses um, to to engage in other elements of the medical profession, because nursing is not just simply anymore taking blood pressures and starting IVs. There are so many opportunities within the nursing profession um, to expand your knowledge, and research uh, is one of those areas. One of the things that I, I started out in the operating room as an OR nurse, but as an OR nurse, you only get to see the patient 20 minutes before the surgery and then 20 minutes after the surgery, and then you never see that patient again. While I loved being in the OR, I missed the continuum of taking care of a patient and seeing their, their outcomes uh, as they moved along their journey. Well, research nursing provides that. Research nursing provides you the opportunity to not only um, know your patients, bond with those patients and, and uh, carry, be along with them on that journey, it also allows you to be their support mechanism. It also allows you to, um, to be a part of their family. It also allows you to, to, to go along on that journey, which you know, once our patients here at MD Anderson in oncology once they hear the word cancer, everything stops. They, they no longer hear anything that you're saying to them. So that's where the research nurse plays an important role in ensuring that not only the patient, but their family as well, uh, receive the support and the resources they need to alleviate those stresses that come. You know, they don't need to worry about um, making sure their schedule is right. That's our job. They don't need to make sure they know how to get from one place to the other. That's our job. Um, and so being a research nurse not only allows you to the patient, direct patient care, that's part of nursing, but it also allows you to be involved in the scientific part of it, where you are, are part of a, a study that is trying to determine if this new potential therapy is better for potentially curing camp cancer or making it at least stable um, and replace the old standard of care. I mean, that's how we keep learning is by, is by um, uh, instituting these new therapies so that, so that we can make um, cancer a thing of the past. So research nursing is, to me, is one of the most exciting disciplines there is. You get to have direct patient care. You also get to be a part of the scientific piece of it where you see how these drugs work, you, you uh, are part of the uh, ensuring that the side effects are noted and that you, there are treatments for them and that the patient is taken care of. Um, so I think that uh, it's a very exciting um, field. 
Um, it's always changing. There's always new therapies coming out that we're learning about. And, you know, here at MD Anderson, when we say um, we're making cancer history, when we institute a, a protocol for the first time and we give it to that patient with a new therapy, we are making cancer history because it's the first time in the world that that's ever been administered. Um, so I would, I've always encouraged nurses to, to um, look at research and to consider it when in their, in their professional career ladder um, as something that kind of gives you a little bit of everything. Um, you know, like I said, direct patient care and the scientific and, and making um, um, therapies and patient care through evidence-based practice even more improved. That's correct. Well, thank you so much, Doyle, for your time and uh, very, very insightful um, uh, information. And um, definitely me as uh, working in research for all these years, I don't feel like I don't, uh, I feel like I have not learned everything no. <laughs> yet. Every time that you get a new treatment, it's a new thing to 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 learn and it's nonstop learning. So yep. this is one one area of nursing that is very, very exciting. Yep. Uh, you, you become to be a part of uh, not only just giving the treatment, but learning the disease and learning the, the drug as well. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Doyle, for your time and uh, happy Nurses Week. Happy Nurses Week. Thank you very much. Thank you.